Hello and welcome to More Like Guidelines, an actual play game design podcast. I am your host and game leader, Jessica Crimes, she, her. And for the third and, well, hopefully not final overall, but for the final of this game, time, I am joined by Ben. (laughs) What a great sentence. Hi, I'm Ben. He, him, as usual. And... We are going to be wrapping up our three-part pit crawler game. It was meant to be a one-part and then a two-part, and it's just kind of kept going. But I am making a hard and fast ruling now that no matter what, this story ends tonight, today. It must. It must. So, um, Ben, do you want to give us a quick recap of who you are playing? I am playing Grey Tree. I am still very unsure of the name. Grey Tree, an old... Shipwright with a pickaxe. Do you still have that anchor as well? Yeah, that's my my my, my Minecraft pickaxe style weapon. When did you get a pickaxe? Okay, go back to last episode. I, I can't remember. No, you can't make me listen to this. Uh, what's the brick? I've written down brick. It's been a bit okay. since we've recorded this one. Chat, not chat. Sorry, I've been streaming too much, dear listeners. I've got hacksaw, shovel, flask of oil, boat. Okay, I'm going to read the audience, the entirety, because we've recorded this over the course of about a month now. Uh, The entirety of my notes over these recordings, and each episode has been a separate recording, at least a week apart. Greytree? Storyteller. Chosen. Sewer Queen. Anchor. Salivo the Chef. Brick. Cliftopher Hanger, two were at ruins but loosely disguised, stole Greytree's measuring tape after he passed out. That's hey. the entirety of my notes for the you last... You gave me a spoiler. No, that's already happened. No, I didn't know Cliftopher stole it. No, that's a separate two, the two that were in the wagon. Although, yeah, no, that is a spoiler, that is what was going to happen. Oh. <laughs> but now we don't know. Uh, yeah, so hopefully you've got a better idea of what's going on than we do. But isn't that always the way? There is also one big part of uh, creating a pit crawler game that we forgot to do, and we're going to retroactively do it now. Uh, ben, you're going to need to have your dice ready. Your electric dice, probably. I have my digital dice. They're in my digital hand. So we're going to generate the adventure title. Um, you meant to do this when you start the adventure, on account of it being the title of it. So you kind of, you know, you have the theme, you have this thing to build on. You essentially have your little goal in mind of what the story is going to look like we didn't do that and so instead we're going to generate the title now retroactively apply it try and essentially cram the entire title into this one episode i'd pray to god that it's relevant at all oh i'm going to make it relevant no matter how forced and shoehorned it is that's the more like guidelines guarantee so uh, if you could roll me a d6, this will give us the format of the adventure title, which is basically the structure of the phrase that makes up the title. Okay. I got a one. A one. So it's going to be adverb, the adjective, noun. I promise this will make sense at the end. Uh, for now, I'm going to need you to roll me a d20 for the adverb, and I'll give you the full title at the end. A four. Okay, a four. And then I am going to need a D100 for the adjective. Just one? Yep. Bubbles. A 71. 
Okay, and if I get one more D100 for the noun. There you go, a 19. Woo! Okay. Your title is Above the Shady Dawn. Above the Shady Dawn. We're kind of in a dawn. No, wait, what's a dawn? How do you go above a dawn? Uh, I'll make it work. So, yeah, uh, with zero preparation planning or otherwise pondering, we're going to dive straight back into the adventure. And I'm going to start by asking, what did you do after you pulled uh, Clifter for Hanger and his traveling companion from the wagon? Well, my companion said to me, you know, you never should have done that. And I was like, I guess I guess I just I guess I would have been a bit fucking confuzzled. And I would have been like, who the hell are you then? You're asking them? Yeah, who are you, you fucking carriage? Are we quitting back to it then, right as you've pulled them out of the uh wagon? You'd be asking this. I suppose, yeah, we could have walked away and had a little conversation. Okay. My name is Cliff, says the older looking man, in a very a very sharp suit that doesn't give much away in terms of what they do or who they are. It's quite like a generic, but very well-made suit. Okay, Cliff. Nice name, very geographical. What, what, the, what happened here? Thank you. My mother was a geologist. Hot. What happened here? Uh, the wagon fell over and caught on fire, is my understanding of what happened here. And then you... Uh, rescued us. Drugged? Drugged and rescued us. I'm still not quite sure what the plan was there. But needless to say, me and my wife Dawn, you have our eternal gratitude. No problem. I was just, you know, you see a burning carriage, you gotta go and do some shapes. Oh, absolutely, yes. Oh, how can we ever repay you? Is there anything we can do for you, noble sir? Uh, the storyteller is still by the boat. She didn't rush over when the f- when you went to go put out this fire. She's still watching bemusedly, happy to let you deal with things. Oh, no, no, no. So it's anyone would have done the same thing, right? No, three people walked past and just kind of <laughs> just kind of left us to burn. You, you, you're a good one. So you're telling me. You didn't see anything that could have led you to believe, that could have given you a hint to who did this? Well, I suppose there was the one thing. The one thing it could have been. Lightning. There have been rumours in this area of a terrible, most foul monster roaming the hillsides. Some say it's a punishment from the gods. Some say a a wizard got drunk and started doing Lego biology, kind of, you know, clipping different bits of different things together to see what happened. Oh my god. Some say it's just Godzilla. You mean the the mythical creature? Uh, The one from Tokyo, yes. I heard about (laughs) it. Yeah, so, nasty fella, but honestly, I think it's probably the wizard one. In general, when you get attacked out of nowhere and you don't even see what did it, it was probably a wizard's fault somehow. So yes, we, we, we thank you. And if there's anything we can do to be of service, just say the word. The word? Uh, please don't. Oh, oh, okay. What what do you want? Oh, you're clever. Um, well, 
I'm looking for... Okay, this is going to sound weird. I'm looking for a giant living building. Oh, no, yeah. Um, sure. I, every, everyone knows Phil. Phil? <laughs> yeah, Phil. Phil. Okay. The giant living building. Throws fireballs around, shakes the earth. Good guy, good guy. We're on a pub quiz team together. Okay, so he's not evil? Oh, no, he's completely and utterly evil. He's just <laughs> also really good at quizzes. We hang out. Yeah, no, I know Phil. Okay, what does Phil like? Uh, destruction, burning, tyranny, uh, music trivia. I, I, he knows all the fucking Spice Girls. I, I you mean, can like, name them all. Like, like foods, foods, tr- uh, plants, gifts, offerings. Uh, the uh, the flesh of mortals, the flesh of mortals, and the flesh of mortals for uh, food offerings and surprisingly plants. He's got quite the uh, grizzly thumb. Uh, what else does he like? He likes to devour towns and villages on account of him being made of brick. Seems he needs to eat those too. Uh, makes sense. He likes to pick up farm animals and just throw them as hard as he can into the sea toward the horizon. Okay. How long is he local? Oh, he, uh, he wanders around hither and thither between, you know, there's a cluster of villages in the, uh, Uber Valley over the hill. Is your wife okay? Donna, she's a... No, she appears to be concussed. That's why she's being so quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Well, well, that's the way it is sometimes, Cliff. Well, to be honest, with all the internal injuries and smoke inhalation, and not having a way to get back to civilization, we're probably at least a little bit fucked. Well, Cliff, listen, sir, I presume, if... I okay. We have a boat, and if we are we close to Phil? Because if we're close to Phil, then we can just wander down. You can use our boat to sail back to wherever you came from. I presume it's some kind of Oliver Twist shit town. No offense. No, you know, it was pretty spot on. Dickens would have a field day with us. So, how does that sound? So, but I help you find Phil and I get your boat. Yeah, because, I mean, this carriage isn't going to go far unless I can somehow fix it with my wood. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't think of that, but you would need a horse too. I don't know anything about. And I, oh, yeah, no, those those horses, they're they're basically mints now. Poor buggers. Uh, yeah, no, I reckon, I reckon I can do that. I can, um, there is an old... Well, some would call it a ritual. I prefer to think of it more as a, a pragmatic technique handed down in some of the more noble families in this area that wish to entreat with Phil, which is a enables you to catch his attention and make sure at the very least that he knows where you are. Okay. I would be willing to perform this ritual for you in, a, in exchange for your boat there. And uh, if you've got any healing supplies, I think we could really do with it. You've gone a bit Irish. Yeah, it's because Jess's throat. Jess um, didn't warm up her voice before doing this <coughs> voice. Okay, what did you just ask me? I forgot. <laughs> uh, would you be willing to trade your boat and any healing supplies, ideally, for have... um, summoning Phil? I'm not sure I have more healing supplies. To be honest, you didn't even really have a healing potion going by how it did. Ah, shit. Uh, well... That's fine. You'd be willing to just trade it for the boat. Well, yeah. Ah, well, you can... T- you can... The boat... 
the boss nothing. Spe- I mean, yeah, you can take the boat. I wouldn't say it's nothing special because then you probably wouldn't take it. But yeah, he'd take the boat. Oh, yes, it got a good name. Boat needs a name. Ah, a great name. You'd love it, sir. I have gone a bit pirate now. I've gotten a boat. I know. Yes, I am so committed to my change of career that I have indeed changed my act. <coughs> oh, I can't keep doing that voice. She's called the Sewer Queen. <gasps> Truly a splendiferous name. I'll do it. Fantastic. So, and yeah, yeah. Without another word, he reaches back into the still gently smouldering carriage and uh, pulls out. One thing that was uh, wrapped in waxed leather and tucked under the Wife. driver's compartment. Okay. Um, kind of outside and separate from, you know, the rest of the fire. He unwraps it, breaks the seal, and it is a giant... At first you think it looks like a seashell, but looking at it now, more of like a conch, and it is big. Think like... A large conch. Sorry, I've not got anything better than that. What's this for? Uh, this is the instrument with which we will be summoning Bill, Phil. Well, I don't... It's a shell. Understand this, though. Once I do this for you, once I use this shell, I will never, ever be able to speak again. Can you... That's just a... That's a cost of doing this magic, as I can literally never be voiced on a podcast again. Can your wife do it? No, no, got to be me. Ah, shit! I don't. Her wait. voice is much. Her voice is much easier on the throat. Are you sure you're going to do that for me, sir? I am absolutely sure that you cannot talk me out of retiring this voice. How? Well, you're probably quite. Oh, okay. Let go on. Pop, pop it he, off. Um, he looks as if he's going to speak, and then he said, "Just gives you a thumbs up and rubs at his throat." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, he raises the conch to his lips, uh, purses his lips as if he's going to blow, takes a deep, deep breath and goes, Oi! Oi! Phil! You bout lad! Oi, Phil! Where you at? And through the conch is amplified and it echoes and it swells to a calamitous volume as the entirety of Cliftopher Hanger's voice remaining all the remaining words that he would say for the rest of his life are instead spent and used up and Jess learns to test NPC voices before doing them on the show. That's quite poetic, Phil. Phil? That's quite poetic, Cliff. I didn't you didn't you shouldn't have done that for me. That's a big sacrifice. You hear a rumbling. A thud. 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 As the ground begins to shake. And the person I believe we have established is Cliftopher Hanger's wife. Turns to you and says, Oh, well, now look what you've gone and done. What were you thinking doing that for? Going and getting it for ah, someone Phil. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Very well. Uh, I, just, I just saved you. All right. I'm looking like that, haven't you? What are you thinking, eh? Going around dressed like that, trying to save the day. Where's your shining armour? Shining... Are you living in a I'm fantasy? Just... 
I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You can't stop me expressing my opinion. I'm just saying, and you can't stop me just saying. I know, I know. Back in your day, knights in armor, swords and shields. Back in my day, I'm only 25. Hey, what the f- She's not 25. Right, thank you, Miss, and thank you for your husband's eternal sacrifice. Uh, as you snap your attention back away from this... Oh yeah, Phil is just standing there. He's uh, just holding a, a double thumbs up and grinning. And uh, yeah, the ground begins to... You can actually feel it underfoot now, beginning to pulse as if it's breathing with impact after impact. And uh, yeah, you notice Phil hurrying off to the boat. Um, his partner remains and is just kind of looking around a gag uh, before being snapped back to her senses by the sound of a small rock, sar- rock slide somewhere in the distance. Why am I imagining the house is like blasting house music? It is now. <laughs> I'm going to have to find some fucking... No, I do not have time to add royalty-free house music. This goes out in like six hours. Shit. Uh, yeah, they dash off over to the boat. Uh, the storyteller comes and joins you and says, So... Can you catch me up on the latest developments in our bold crusade against the crimes of hunger and brick? All right, Cliff blew into a shell and now the house is coming. You know the house that we were meant to find? It's coming here. Yes, yeah, so we just sit around, I guess. My voice. How fortuitous. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just sit around, yeah, and wait for it to turn up. Yeah, we could hide in the carriage if you want. I don't know if it can specifically find us, but I presume... I mean, it is, it is still a little bit on fire. Ah, shit. Cool, yeah. So, uh, my my natural follow-up question... Forgive me for, you know, asking the obvious, but, uh... Then what? Well, okay, no one told me, but the house can actually speak. It's a person, it's great, at trivia, and... Wait, what are we going to do? Um, and we'll take a break there. <laughs> All right, uh, I need to have a couple of lemon and ginger tea to rest my throat. Let's be back in a sec. All right. And welcome back. So, the storyteller has asked a question that I've been wondering for some time now. What's the plan? How are you going to deal with this giant house? And I'm going to offer you one building essentially uh, as we did with the wagon carriage thing i am happy to say that there is one settlement structure building whatever within reasonable walking distance that you can get to before phil turns wow. up wow that is so kind of you okay here's my thinking i really didn't know what to do but the house not the house cliff said that phil is a big fan of throwing animals, and that imagery just really like stuck in my head. So, I say we see a grain silo like in the distance, and that's like a possible farm hint, and then we can get some animals and fucking barter with the house, right? That sounds like a plan. Okay, uh, yeah, there is a grain silo. There's. Uh, little haystacks, hay bales around. Ah, yes, hay bales. Yes, hay bales. I know that word. <laughs> Um, there's even the occasional cow, sheep, uh, other roaming... Anything will do. ...farm animals. There's a remarkable number of goats in one particular field. Like, it's a weirdly dense goat population in that one specific field. 
But yeah, um, there are farm animals around, and there is still the thump, thump, getting slightly faster and a lot deeper. And every now and again, there's a scatter of rock fall as you hear this thing moving closer and closer. It must be getting close to the lip of the surrounding valley. Okay, I sprint. All right, what towards, or just in general? Towards the farm. Uh, there's no farm building, but uh, there's plenty of fields around here that are going to have animals in them. Okay, I go to I go to a populate... Populate? Is that a word? Populate? Yeah. I think that's like Latin or something. Okay, I go to a populate... I go to a... I go to a... What, populous? Uh, Animal-filled field. Uh, yeah, the most animal-filled. I guess I've established there's one with a weird number of goats. So there is that one, or there's one with seven cows. Oh, but cows are... I think a cow would be so satisfying. Yeah, all right. You're going to go for the cows? Yeah, not for me, for the house. I yeah. Can, yeah, let's go for the cows. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say you don't know how long you have left, but if you have if you have actions that you want to take here, there are things you want to do to get ready, you can. Oh, do I have my stuff with me? Oh, the boat's gone. Well, let's just go. Uh, you have pockets so like mechanically you have pockets it's a thing so things on your character sheet you should still have okay if i got my stuff with me then I'll, I'll just run go to the cows sounds no actions sounds good yeah you get there um and the cows have a really good look at you they look at you really hard uh one of them thoughtfully chews some grass another um gets caught in a big gust of wind and steps gently to the left to a more comfortable position. They're really quite docile. I love a docile cow. Thump, thump, thump. You look up at the rim of the valley and you see it. Some, hang on, how tall is a house? 18 to 20 feet. Uh, some 40 feet tall on top of its weirdly buff humanoid legs sprinting towards you is a house. Okay, why does it have to be sprinting? Because, um... Cliftifer called, and... Cliftifer's never called before. If Cliftifer's willing to sacrifice his voice, it must be important. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. I go behind the... Is the grain silo nearby? Can I go stand behind it? Yes. Just in case he doesn't stop sprinting. Okay. Um... Are you trying to hide, or are you just trying to take cover? I'll hide for a sec. All right, in that case, I'm going to need a roll. Not had any rolls yet this episode. And that's why I thought, you know, I'll give it a hide. And <laughs> yeah, every now and again, I kind of, well, not pretty regularly on this show, I just kind of don't bother with mechanics or forget about them. Uh, this is going to be a, I believe, fingers roll. No, fingers or feet. Let's say feet is the one. I just had to double check the rules. Sure. So uh, you roll your feet die. And I'm gonna say this would be a six for difficulty, but there are other things what? you can still do. For example, uh, if you want, you could put your heart into it. Can I do that any time? You can do that any time. It's not a heart roll. You can also roll your heart dice, but if it's a failure, then it's a critical failure. And if you have any items to use, or if you want to sacrifice an item, you can also get bonuses that way. 
And what does putting my heart into it do? Uh, basically, you try really, really hard. So instead of just rolling your feet die, you'd roll your feet die plus your heart die, and both of them can also explode on a max value to go even higher. You know what? I'll just I'll just throw the shovel. <laughs> I'll hide and th- and throw the shovel. So you're not going to put your heart into it. That's fine. Uh, in that case, you need to beat a three. Okay, that sounds okay. Yeah, sounds all right. Should I go? Roll. Uh, also, that that was me getting the rules slightly wrong. You can uh, sacrifice an item if an action using an item fails. The adventurer may choose to break it to avoid the negative consequences of failure. I was a oh. bit wrong about that. But that being said, I reckon you could probably throw the shovel as a distraction. But do I still have to get a six? You'd have to get a three and you'd lose the shovel. Okay, I'm rolling. Five. Five. That is a success. Uh, as Whoa. soon as it reaches the exact spot where Cliftifer blew the conch, um, <laughs> Phil skids to a sudden stop, and he skids for a good distance. I'm sorry, I really have no internal grasp of how big any possible measurement is. Uh, he skids for 20 meters, let's say, Screw. leaving deep gouges in the earth and stone, uh, just ruining the road. And Hopefully um, missing an animal. Kind of like walking up and down on the spot, uh, Phil begins, and Phil, Phil, just to clarify for all the audience, is a literal house on giant human legs, uh, begins to slowly turn around, presumably <laughs> looking for him. Hello. <laughs> No, no, uh, okay, okay. Oh my god, what do I even do? Okay, you know what? It's time. It's like, do or die. I've got, got a bargain or I've got to get crushed. You hear, um, you hear Phil's windows flutter in supply, in surprise, not in supplies. Uh, and Phil turns to face you and does a little jog on the spot. It seems to be excited. Phil. Each of those um each of those individual jogging steps on the spot smashes a greater, deeper hole into the ground until Phil has sunk a good five foot and has again just permanently ruined this road. Okay. Uh <laughs> No, Philip, no. Philip As Phil. he's making this noise, it's a front door <laughs> is flapping open and closed like a mouth. Sorry. <laughs> okay, Buddy really didn't like that noise. Okay, idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, the house is super excited. Yeah. I I say, do you have an itch? I do, I do. I'm such an itchy little house. That is, oh God. Itch me. That's pretty convenient. And again, as it speaks, its front door flaps open and closed with the uh, rhythm of the words. Okay. Uh, Settle down house. Its uh, top front windows open as wide as they go. You get the impression this is the house version of Puppy Dog Eyes. House, Phil. Mr. Ding. Phil House. Mr. Ding. Phil. That's your name? Can I call me Mr. Ding? Okay. Mr. Building. 
Building, like, building. All right, listen, Felding. I was named by a merciless, cruel, compassionless god. Phil, I see you're quite agitated, and I have a skill. <gasps> I, I... Stamp, 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 I'm stamp, stamp, stamp. Relax, relax. I'm a carpenter, so that means I know everything about you. I know what structurally could be causing your ill... Fucking, well, you fucked, but uh, you're like... Feel not ill, feel happy. I know, you are so happy. Feel filled with joy de vivre. Is that French? I'm Phil. I think so. Phil's never been to France, but he's been to Tokyo with Godzilla. He lives nearby too, apparently. I don't... I don't... I... Phil... <sighs> what, I, am I allowed in? That would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> Your house. Has never been. Has no one ever been inside? Has no one ever been inside? <laughs> well, has, have you never let anyone inside? Not all of Phil's walls are literal. I'm sure, but you have windows. I can see into the windows. There's like some kind of room thing, probably. Phil uh, bats its curtains flirtatiously, I guess. God knows where this one's going. <laughs> I know what to do. Oh, God. Go on. I know exactly what to do. Okay, Phil. All right. I think, listen, Phil, I've heard that you really like throwing animals. Phil, oh, very good at Big Splash. Would you like to play yes. Big Splash? I don't think I have the strength. Wait, do you mean throw me? Who knows? Well, I wouldn't like to play, but I know there's some great ammunition around here, Phil. There's a whole field Phil of cows. Play. Have you ever played with a cow before, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> Phil has been known to ruin the occasional barnyard animal. Well, listen, that field next to us, you look over there, Phil. Look at that. Look at those juicy cows. <laughs> I bet you can't lob one into the into the nearby river and possibly hit my friend. We'll see. They are cows. Uh, well, what an interesting question to ask. Yeet! And, um, Phil, suddenly realising I didn't give Phil any arms, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> takes a few steps backwards and then takes a sprinting run towards a cow and gives it what actually looks like quite a gentle kick uh, and it sails through the air before colliding with the sewer queen and dissipating in a big <laughs> sorry i shouldn't do that kind of noise on audio uh, a big compacted wave of magic because i don't yeah, because this is a magical cow and not a regular cow. This is a cow a wizard summoned, and so no cows are getting murdered on the podcast. Oh. Uh, and yeah, it perfectly hits the Super Queen and sinks it. Is Cliff dead? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Tell you what, yeah, if you if you survive this adventure, even if we never play this character again, he has leveled up for uh, getting some NPCs kills. So level two? Phil has also leveled up. Okay, Phil, I don't want... What's your level? I don't know if that would make sense. <laughs> Phil is level. <laughs> I don't like you. Okay, let's... 
next cow, next cow, Phil. And it's behind you. And then I enter Phil's rear door. It's up 20 feet of legs. What? Yeah. We've established that Phil's on big legs. Oh my god. Phil, throw all the cows and then we'll have a deep discussion. You need to sit down and watch the sunset. <laughs> Here we go. And uh, Phil kicks a cow so hard it goes into low earth orbit. I'm so proud. Phil kick you? M- maybe later, Phil. We've... Phil, Phil, Phil kick. <gasps> game! Game! If Phil, if Phil win, Phil get to kick. Me? Ooh. What what kind of game? Ooh, what's your favorite? Uh, I love dice. <laughs> no, I don't know, Phil. Phil uh... like classic nineties trivia. Oh, nineties film trivia. Yeah. Phil present you with questions five. Answer three correct to make it out alive. Okay. Question one. In the 1994 film Forrest Gump, the lead character Forrest Gump compares life with what? A a box of chocolates? (laughs) Correct. One to you, two to go to live. Tell me, friend, what is your name? This isn't a question on the quiz. It's filling for time. It's Grey Tree. Are you sure? No. Me neither. Question. What? Did you have to put a name in the quiz? (laughs) What is the name of the hit single sung by Celine Dion that is featured in the film Titanic? Okay, it's either... Okay, can I have a guess? Is it My Heart Goes On? Is that the, is that another title? No, I'm sorry. We needed the exact title. It's My Heart Will Go On. You should have had conviction. That's what I, that's what I said. You said oh, My what? Heart May Go On, or My Heart Goes On. No, I didn't, did I? One each. I'm going to kill you. I know. Which 90s movie is the first and only animated film to feature a Special Achievement Academy Award? It's an animated film in the 90s. Toy Story. Correct. Two oh, to you. thank God. One more to live. Okay. Phil said the stake's too low, but this segment's too long already. Which animated movie of the 90s was Disney's first ever DVD? Uh, the... Mermaid one? Ho, ho, ho. Mulan. Okay. The lights inside Phil, the electric lights that he has, begin to flicker, and the curtains are starting to rapidly draw and open and draw and open. No, that's that means the oh. same thing, doesn't it? I don't know. If you're drawing the curtains, are you opening them or closing them? Write in her answers on a postcard. The next question will decide your fate. Tell me, Grey Tree, which popular actor voices Woody in the Toy Story franchise? Tom Hanks? Uh, Phil draws draws itself up to its full height, rears back, and uh, kicks over the grain silo in a sulk. (laughs) 
Whew, was that Tom Hanks, Chris? Uh, it's a uh, kidaddle slash articles slash 90s hyphen movie hyphen trivia hyphen questions hyphen about hyphen and hyphen iconic hyphen decade hyphen four hyphen movies, Phil says. Phil, um, let's take a swim. Looking up from his iPhone. Phil? Oh. We should cross the river, me and you. But, but, oh, okay. Don't you think? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but you've got big legs. Very well, I do have big legs. Let It's not that deep. Let me get my wellies. Okay. Uh, Phil sprints back over the rim of the valley and then sprints back wearing some truly colossal yellow wellies. Splish splash. Phil likes jumping in rivers. Do you? God damn it. Well... I was going to try and electrocute you or walk into you as you step down. Phil doesn't normally get electrocuted or murdered while jumping in rivers. Why not? Most people don't try to kill Phil. Phil is cool. Phil's on the on the quiz team. Ah, <laughs> oh, you are. That's why you did a quiz. <laughs> that must have seemed like such... <laughs> well, it already was such <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I didn't just pull well, that Phil, out of nowhere. Phil... Ah, Phil. <laughs> Phil, do I, do I still have my hacksaw? Uh, Phil makes a coughing noise and a pigeon flies out of the chimney. And uh, yeah, you do. You used it to really quite stylishly save um, Cliff the Fahanger and his partner at the end of the last episode. Okay, I hacksaw Phil's legs. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> All right, uh, let me check how long we've got left in the episode. All right, this is either going to be you win or you lose. Okay. And you're going to need to give it everything you've got. So going by the pit crawler rules as written, the way difficulty works is it goes up in multiples of three. I'm just looking for the graph now. So from a zero, which is an automatic success, all the way up to inconceivable, which is 18. um, I think this falls under desperate. Okay. That's a 12. Uh, okay, Actually, no. So... It's ridic- it'd be ridiculous to do it without the hacksaw, but because you've got the hacksaw, it knocks it down to a desperate. What do I roll? Um, I'm just thinking, what stat would be the best for this? Do you have a preference? Well, my fingers make sense, but there are four, so... I feel like... Hang on. But I may as well do something dangerous at this point. I feel like this would be fists. It's physical really? physical prowess. Oh, it's like a metaphor, yeah? Fists? Yeah. Uh, what's your fists? Twelve. Okay, and you would be able to put your heart into this if you want to, but if you put your heart into it and fail, you'll you'll die. I'll just tell you that. Ah, go on, I'll put... I'll... I don't need to, right? But all right. I mean, well, I'm so emotional that I'm killing this. Bearing in mind, tr- troubled house. So I'll do it. If you're rolling a twelve to win, you'd need to roll a twelve. Oh, true, true. What? So your heart right. die was six. Okay, so you'd be rolling a d12 and a d6, and if you roll the max number on either, you get to roll them again and add it on. Okay, you need to be a twelve. Okay. Should I do it now? Um, that would seem appropriate. 
I'm I'm kind of like dreading it because what if it just all right here we go no more no more time wasting. First up, I'll do the the twelve. That was a that was a six. Oh no, that was the old roll. It's a seven Ooh. on the twelve, so you need to get at least a five. Wait. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> No, no. Can you no, narrate no. for me uh, what what Greytree's plan is here? Okay, it was my plan. My plan was, I, I like. Oh, it's so sad. I just, I just. Oh, actually. Oh, I could have gone so less severe. Okay, well, here's my plan. I just cut his like ankle. Mm-hmm. And then I throw away the hacksaw, like, really quickly, and I'm like, well, what happened? Okay, so that was the plan. Yeah, it's the plan now. Uh, Instead, as soon as the saw makes contact with Phil's leg, he spins around on the spot with an alarming agility and goes, Oi! Piss off! And kicks you into the sea. (laughs) Um, Uh, I'm going to have our final shot of this game be Grey Tree flying through the air Uh, Grey Tree, myself, Ben none of us know if Grey Tree is going to live or die and we're not going to find out today or presumably anytime soon if ever but I'd just like to know what's going through Grey Tree's head after getting kicked by a house with legs way over the head of the storyteller flying way over uh, Cliftopher Hanger, flying way over his shady wife, Dawn, just completing the title. Oh my god. I was really proud of that. I was really proud of that. It all comes together. What did, I didn't even notice. Okay. That was a fucking accomplishment. And uh, yeah, what's going through uh, Gregory's head? 50% survival. Uh, 50% that fucking storyteller didn't do anything. Really didn't. <laughs> All right, and I think we will leave Grey Tree with the sound of a distant splash. Who knows? Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Ben, I really hope you had fun with Pitcrawler. It's uh, one of my favorite systems to run. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's like it's like simplified, and it's one of the very few games which is like it's as easy to have fun running it as it is easy to have fun playing it which is just brilliant because i don't play games anymore i just run them forever and ever if you'd like to check out pit crawler yourself go to patreon.com slash mcguffin and co link is in the description uh joining their patreon at any level gets you access to the uh basically 0.5 build of pit crawler with the wizard supplement I promise it actually is properly functional rules-wise. I just didn't use a lot of them because that's my playing style. It's a, it's a really, really fun game. It's well worth your time checking out. Uh, other things we need to plug. We have merch now. Link is in the description. Thank you so much to everyone who's been buying it, and especially to people who've been sharing photos on the Discord or Twitter. It is absolutely wild to see people wearing our silly little logos. It's just incredible. Thank you so much, and obviously for supporting us. Uh, We're going to be taking a break next week because I am taking a holiday. I'm taking a few days off to just nap. Oh my god. Visiting a mate. 
gonna relax it's gonna be great i'm gonna brighten it's gonna be mint so we'll be back presumably the week after that we'll see i'll keep you posted who knows who knows, who knows what's gonna happen that week um, there may be some bonus content dropping on the Patreon, patreon.com slash don't hurt birds. Check it out if you'd like. Um, if anything is posted over that week to the Patreon, it will be brought to your attention via our Twitter page at DHB underscore games on Twitter. Ben. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to share with our audience? Okay. I am. Any recommendations? I. I guess if you want to be in a bunch of weird people like us, join the Discord. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, join the Discord. It's really good. Uh, we actually have fixed it now. So that you can, if you want, opt in to notifications when uh, things are going live. New episodes of the guidelines, new updates to the Carving Bones. Read the Carving Bones. There you go. I just typed, I'm so warm, into the Discord. So if you join, you'll see that. And quite often you will see me rambling in the Discord while recording an episode because I'm such a professional. All right, uh, it's so goddamn warm. I need to open the window and I can't do that while recording. So we're going to go. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.